And we're off. What is up? It's Tuesday, September 18th. It is your morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis. Sorry. Ryan, Ryan writes messages to me on the computer that when I'm talking and I have thoughts and then I read them and they're like dirty, and I, sometimes they're, there's cursing in them. If you're out of whack, don't. I'm just saying. Don't. And it just sometimes throws me off, and he has this look on his face. I wonder if uh, if uh, mm-hmm. I need some tea, because I can't grow face, facial hair for like a month at a time. If I shave once, it's only once a month. You are low tea. <laughs> you are fake news. All right, three things I think you need to know. By the way, KNSTAM790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. You, you kind of are. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, man, this Kavanaugh thing is getting a little bit crazy, right? Now, all of a sudden, the accuser is not sure if she's going to show up and testify and tell her story before the Senate. Uh-oh, but let me tell you something. Kavanaugh's like, I'll be there. You let me know. I'll be there. Uh, he did a, a phone call yesterday with members of the Senate Judiciary Committee that wanted to hear from him. And shockingly enough, no Democrats wanted to take part in that phone call. This phone call's making me thirsty. Yep, that's what's going on there. Second thing that I think you need to know is that the 65 women that came out with a letter saying, we know Brett Kavanaugh, we like Brett Kavanaugh, he's never even, he's never done anything like this, we've never heard of it, some chicks dated him, and they came out, we have sound bites, they all said, no, 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 we're good, we're, this guy, there's nothing, there's nothing this guy did that was wrong. Crazy, isn't it? Crazy. Crazy. Third thing. I think you need to know, and this this is just more evidence of how racist Donald Trump is. I mean, you wanted it. You hear it all the time. He's racist, right? So here's the latest piece of, uh, of proof that Donald Trump is a flat-out racist. The median, I'm sorry, the Hispanic household income has now hit a record high. Yep, a record high. That's what it has done. So you know exactly what that means, right? Oh, shit, here we go. Uh-huh. It's yep. Race war! Yep. Race war! Yep. Race war! Yep. Race war's on, everybody! It's going down! Shit is going down! What's happening? <clears throat> it's going down. Apparently, uh, Hispanics are making more money than ever before. Yes. Which proves that Donald Trump's evil plan to keep Hispanics down and blacks down and anybody that's not white down is really working, right? I mean, it's there. It's right. It's like, it's like there. Three things I think you need to know. That will never get talked about because the media sucks. Except for me, of course, which is why you listen. The only thing that I suck about is the zero res truck. It sucks the most, sucks the best. That's right. Right? The dirt. The grime. The gross. The, the dog pee. All that stuff. Anyway. So uh, this is really incredible stuff. So yesterday we find out over and over and over and over and over that uh, 65 women have great things to say about Kavanaugh. One chick's like, listen, never told anybody this, but 36 years ago, dude jumped on me and was drunk on the bed. And the one guy that witnessed it, that got him off of me, says it never happened. So you should believe that one chick. That's exactly what needs to happen. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, and you heard the news, right? You heard David Garcia in our newscast, Democratic uh, candidate for governor. This guy's a nut. He says that Doug Ducey has to w- withdraw the, uh, the you know, his <clears throat> uh, his thumbs up 
his approval, his support for Brett Kavanaugh based on an accusation. Don't you love it? Now in America, if you get accused of something, you are guilty. You are, of course, it's not that he's guilty of, of anything except for being a conservative Republican. That's the only thing he's guilty of. That's it. Nothing else. Uh, so this is, this is really incredible stuff. So Kavanaugh's accuser, Christine Ford, was invited. All right, you know what? You made these crazy accusations. Uh, maybe they're true. Maybe they're not. We all know they're not true. Maybe they're not. Uh, come on and testify. Answer some questions. Let's figure this out. And Fox News, this is just coming out, is told Republicans on the Senate Judiciary Committee reached out to her lawyers, inviting her Monday to an open hearing to discuss this allegation, and there is no response. Now, maybe there will be a response today. Think about this. It's already 9.16 in the morning Eastern time. Her lawyer was all over the television yesterday on every network there was, I think except for Fox, everywhere. Her lawyer's everywhere. Her lawyer's in D.C., Who's paying for her lawyer, by the way? I think she's paying for a lawyer. It's pro bono. Mm, no, they like their money. They just don't like you having your money. Maybe yeah. he's getting paid in fame. Mm, no, it's a, it's a lady. and No, <laughs> she's part of the resistance. She has said she is. Oh, okay. So I, who deep down is paying it? Is it, is it Tom Steyer? Is it George Soros? Who knows? Who knows? Whatever. So... She has yet to say if she's going to be there. Isn't that interesting? Now, if she is so worried, she says it's her civic duty to come forward, blah, 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 blah. What's going on? Then we find out uh, yesterday that she never wanted to come forward. So she says. Yet she hired a lawyer, did an interview with the Washington Post, decided to take a polygraph test, all that stuff. I never wanted this to come out. But I got a lawyer, did all this stuff. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's very believable, isn't it? Very believable. Now, there's something else that I saw that is very interesting. Townhall.com. A guy named Scott Moorfield wrote a piece, and it intrigued me. Here's why the revelation of Judge Kavanaugh's accuser was inevitable and why it still means nothing. Now, if you remember, 36 years ago, what was that, 1982? I was five. 1982. Ryan was 38. So I'm just kidding. So 1982. And you still don't. So she claims she something happened to her back in 1982 and she finally remembered it in 2012, 30 years later. And that's when she was in couples therapy. She didn't tell anybody this whole situation happened. She was 15, she says at the time and or about 15. And this thing happened at a house. She can't remember where the house was. She can't. There's a lot. She can't remember. What's interesting also before I get to this story about the, the psycho an analysis of this is that she, she, she claims this happened, but she never mentioned Brett Kavanaugh's name to the psychologist at the couples therapy. She did Kavanaugh's like, you know what? I, I don't believe I was ever at that party. Like maybe she has me mixed up with somebody else. Uh Oh, uh Oh, huh? So she never told her parents. She never told a friend. She never told anybody that this alleged incident actually happened. Right? Never never did any of that. Uh, apparently, in another therapy session in 2013, she described a rape attempt in her late teens. Except, remember, she was about, she was 15. Is that late teens? That's pretty middle teens right yeah, there. Okay. So, okay, you have that. You have that. She claims that she escaped and locked herself in a bathroom and a drunk then 17-year-old, uh, I guess Brett Kavanaugh and his classmate went down the stairs, hitting the walls, and after five or ten minutes, 
She left the bathroom, walked through the living room, out the door. She doesn't recall she made it home. She didn't tell her parents. She didn't want to get in trouble at a party uh, with alcohol. She didn't say anything when she, was, when she was 18, when she was 25. Nothing nothing for 30 years. All right, so you have all this, okay? So you sit back and say, she supposedly passed a polygraph test. But it says here, if those can be trusted, we know she believes this story. But what does she believe? Was it a, an attempted rape? Was it a grope, a misplaced grope? A clumsy unwanted kiss? A drunken makeout session led to nothing? This is 36 years ago. So you sit back and say, all right, psychotherapy. This is what she went through. Do you know what psychotherapy is? I was curious about it. I was curious about it. Psychotherapy. It says here in this townhall.com piece, things become complicated when you enter the murky, controversial world of psychotherapy, where dreams and imagination can become reality, at least in one's own mind. A world where this lady, Christine Ford, is apparently neck deep for was apparently only after going through psychotherapy years later that she came to understand the incident as a trauma with a lasting impact on her life. It had no impact on her life from 1982 to 2011. 2012 is when it happened. So let's look at this. Okay, this is something to consider. To quote the American Psychological Association, there is little or no empirical support for the concept of repressed or dissociated memories of sexual abuse. What? That was written by Psychology Today's Tema Ehrenfield in 2015 in a piece about the repression of childhood memories. She wrote, false memories are well documented in legal history. We are vulnerable to what psychologists call suggestion and can innocently construct false or pseudo-memories of events that never occurred. If, if, if they are encouraged by someone we trust. One disturbing 2007 study found that when people recalled sexual abuse in childhood during therapy, their account was less likely to be corroborated by other evidence than when the memories came without help. Sadly, well-meaning therapists have done their patients harm. So the point is that, do you, do you get it? She may have made this up in her mind with the pushing of that therapist. The American Psychological Association says there's little or no empirical support for the concept of repressed or dissociated memories of sex abuse. And again, when people were called sex abuse in childhood during therapy, their account was less likely to be corroborated by other evidence than when memories came without the help. So this, this therapist apparently pulled something out of her. And they say that that's less likely to be corroborated as if somebody recalled it on their own. So we don't know really anything about this. Shouldn't this get more play? You know what's funny? The media wants to call Trump mentally deranged, unfit. He's not all there, blah, blah, blah. And they, they literally have psychologists on. Remember when they were trying to they say that he was crazy, oh, he should yeah. be removed? They had, they had psychologists who were really committing, I mean, ethics violations, moral violations by... By going on national TV to diagnose someone that wasn't even their patient. Notice you don't have anybody in the media asking any psychologist today about this whole situation that I just read you. What it means, how this could have happened. It's not the narrative they want. 623, I have much more on this. We'll even hear from the uh, uh, two of the ladies, two of the 65 that came forward. These two happen to actually date Brett Kavanaugh. What's disturbing is that they're both named Mora. Apparently he likes chicks named Mora. I don't 
I don't know what his current wife's name is. Reminded me of the commercial with the, uh, the guy had a pit bull, and she's like, the wife's like, you've had four pit bulls, all named Steve. You know, you had all these girlfriends, <laughs> all named Mora. So anyway, uh, that's the latest uh, when it comes to uh, this whole situation about, oh, Ashley, he married an Ashley. Good for him. It's not Mora. We'll play some sound bites coming back. No we, Mora. No more. No Mora. I've had enough of Mora. I tried to. It didn't work. But he went to Baltimore, and he loved it. Oh, there you you're such a sicko. Sorry. I love it. I love it. All right. Um, we're going to continue because we have to and we will. Uh, you know, I got one of my favorite stories of the day. Do you remember that we, we talked about it briefly last week? I don't know, you were not here, Ryan. Right? You were not here. Harrison Ford went to the Global Action Climate Summit in San Francisco. Right? He goes there and he starts lecturing people about you can't elect people that don't believe in science and he gets all angry and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, you know, he flies planes. He's telling people to not do a carbon footprint. He literally is a pilot, enjoys flying planes. He like crashed in a field. Well, I have more information. You're going to love. You know who else attended this and how they got there to the Global Action Climate Summit? That's, it's like my favorite story. We have all kinds of stuff to get to. Don't go anywhere. KNST AIM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. All right, 76 degrees outside right now. Garrett Lewis with you here on KNST AM 790. Going to be a Gretzky today, 99. And sunny. Which, of course, is, is this show, right? To your mind, we're very sunny to your show. That's just how it is. Uh, now, we might, we might get some rain tomorrow. Oh, now I'm looking at 101. I'm looking, okay, now 101. We might get some scattered thunderstorms tomorrow, maybe Thursday. With high, maybe the high of only 85 tomorrow. How about that? Could have some scattered thorms, storms Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Now, all of a sudden, it's a very, very, very slight chance on Saturday. So, really quick. So, you had the Global Climate Summit in San Francisco. And you had all the, I mean, all of these people that just want to tell you exactly how to live and everything else. Uh, I mean, I'm... Harrison Ford, who who flies planes and everything. There were a whole bunch of celebrities that were there. Global Climate Action Summit. Um, there was a story in the San Francisco Chronicle. Now, Global Climate Action Summit, right? You think they'd all ride bicycles there, right? Or walk or something. No, all these guys, whether it was Dave Matthews, and I'm like, really? Dave Matthews? Alec Baldwin? Al Gore? Harrison Ford? They all flew their private planes there. Why should they do the more environmentally conscious thing and fly together when they could all fly their own plane, right? Can't fly with the people, these peasants. You think they had armed security with them as well? 100%. It's a great point. Hmm. In California, they had guns in California? I'm, I'm just, I'm guessing. San Francisco Chronicle reports private jet traffic was up significantly because these environmentalists were into town. They were there, right? This is great. So they're telling you, save the planet. Stop being so so irresponsible. Now I got to hop on my private jet and get the hell out of here, you, you dorks. Um, it says here, a passenger jet fully loaded puts between 200 and 300, uh, 300 kilograms of carbon dioxide into the atmosphere per hour. That's a passenger jet fully loaded. Two to 300 kilograms of CO2. A half full Learjet gives off Emissions per passenger per hour of 400 to 600 kilograms. So you fly that private jet, it's worse for the atmosphere. It's worse for the, if they, the thing that they believe, right? 
that's something to think about when you hear these these dolts tell you exactly how to live. So, um, now, there was also apparently an electric shuttle that was offered to move attendees between event landmarks, but the New York Times reports it was nearly empty all the time because they wanted to take their own private, you know, giant black suburbans that they do. So they're telling us how to live, and they can't even live that particular way. All right, 634. That's that's like my favorite story there is. Now we have to do some more stuff. We will. Do you want to talk about the Emmys? Is it even worth it? They rag on white people and Republicans and everything else. It it's listen. It's not racist though when they rag on white people. Well, we'll maybe we'll get to that. Also, this is one of my favorite things of the morning. You got to hear on Morning Joe and Mika's face. I guess they have talk about how Trump is so stupid on the economy. You got to hear this to believe it. It's so good. It's coming up right now on KNST. Here's Fox. We're going to try it again. 643, Garrett Lewis with you. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, uh, Judge Brett Kavanaugh has said he will appear. He will appear Monday before the Senate to testify based on uh, and answer questions on everything. He says this whole allegation thrown against him by this Christine Ford, it, it's not true. It is not true at all. Now, his accuser, Christine Ford, has been invited to speak, to testify, answer questions before a Senate committee, the same one, on Monday. And Fox News has been told that her people have not actually responded yet. Yet CNN is reporting that she will be there, but according to Fox, Republicans have said they, she hasn't, nobody's told us that she'll be there. Interesting, huh? Second thing that I think you need to know, and this is a big deal, yesterday afternoon it came down, Trump has said, I'm going to declassify some of the FISA documents, some of the FISA requests that were used to spy on Carter Page, who was a low-level person of his campaign. And he's also ordering every single text message between Peter Stroke, Lisa Page, all these Bruce Orr, the rest of these uh, dimwits that are in the top parts of the FBI and the DOJ. All of their text messages will be released and all redacted so you can see everything. Everything. Third thing I think you need to know once again, Trump proving that he is racist. Census Bureau was reporting Hispanic household income has hit a record high. One more time. A record high. Interesting, huh? 50486 is the Hispanic median household income in 2017. An increase of 3.7% from 2016. When Obama was president. Huh. Three things I think you need to know. So now that you get that great economic news, and by the way, yesterday we talked about it, Gallup, they did a poll. They do polls all the time. And they said a record low amount of people say the economy is the biggest worry that they have. Only 12%. Just 12%. It's the lowest. The previous low was 13% in 1999. So the economy, it's all about the jobs, right? It's about the jobs, stupid. It's the economy, stupid. People are worried about the economy. They think things are going great. Yet, let me give you, this is just, this is one of my favorite sound bites of the day. I keep getting these things. 132. Eugene Robinson on Morning Joe and Mika's face today. So you have all this great stuff going on, right? Uh, Hispanic household income hitting a record high. Record low black unemployment. Record low Hispanic unemployment. 65-year low for, for women's unemployment. 4.2% GDP growth. 
predicting even higher than that in the next quarter from the Atlanta Fed, like 4.6 or 4.7. Consumer confidence is up. Manufacturing is up. Manufacturing index is up. Confidence is up. Everything is going really well in the economy, right? Yet I give you the dimwits, the negative Nellies, the tool bags. Why would you watch Morning Joe and Mika's face? There are people that just, they have no clue. Listen to what he says. Here we go. President, who was not only ignorant about uh, go to about, go to the beginning. Uh, stop, stop. Go back to the beginning. Just I want to hear the beginning of it too. You just bring bring it on back. There you go. Okay, and a hit play. This is a president who was not only ignorant about uh, about uh, economic policy, oh. you know, the great businessman who, who does not understand uh, uh, tariffs, mm. does not understand balance of trade, mm. does not really understand how the federal budget works, oh, yeah. um, uh, but he refuses to learn. Uh, and oh, that's yeah. just really um, uh, in more than problematic. I mean, mm. it's alarming that we, that we do have a president of the United States who, who is, mm. is sort of allergic to learning, allergic to the process of learning, um, will not accept new information that that contradicts what he has known for 30 years or 40 mm. years and, and, and chooses to believe in. Uh, and, you know, obviously that's no way to run a country, but that's what we're stuck with. So in Eugene Robinson's eyes, he can't see the world before him. All the great economic accomplishments that have actually happened. We have a guy that's just ignorant when it comes to the economy. He just doesn't get it. It's just crazy. Can there be drug tests or are they just, you know what? Actually, this is, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know if he's on drugs. I don't think he's on drugs. This is Trump election derangement syndrome. It literally messes with your mind. It's like you hallucinate. Everything that's actually happening, you ignore. All the phenomenal things happening with the economy, ignored. The raises, the jobs added, the businesses expanding, all this stuff. Trump is a freaking moron, and we're stuck with this. But you get Obama, who over eight years averaged one point. Was it 1.8 or 1.2% GDP growth? One of those things. Jobs left. And by the way, it was really nothing because they consider a part-time job the equivalent of a full-time job. That's what the government does. It's on both sides where they take advantage of that. But that's the way it is. We have people that have just tremendous confidence in the economy, in their job. They're happier. All this stuff is that. And Obama was the complete opposite for eight freaking years. And these guys, Eugene Robinson of the Washington Post, who's on Morning Joe and Mika's face all the time, they praise Obama to be an economic genius, and he he did nothing but fail. He failed. It, I'm telling you, it's just when I heard that, and I suffer for the show for you, I had to sit through that and watch that for these nuggets of gold. What? Am I, am I, am I making too much of a big deal, or is it just, I mean, I saw that, and I was like, that's just incredible how... You, your, your mind stops you from actually seeing what's happening. It's not his mind. It's his blind arrangement. Political, derangement. Uh, yeah. And, he, and he's a columnist for the Washington Post. Doesn't mean anything. what credibility do you have? Why would you actually believe anything that this guy says? By the way, you wanted this. You got it. It's not racist. It's smart. The Trump administration announced Monday it is cutting the maximum number of refugees allowed into America next year to just thirty thousand citing national security concerns and the need to restore integrity to the system. 
The administration is lowering the refugee cap from 45,000 in fiscal 2018 to 30,000 in fiscal uh, 2019. He just hates people. He just, he's just, no. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo said there's evidence that the previous vetting system was defective and at least one ISIS member was allowed to get into the country as well as other others with criminal backgrounds. We had it here in Tucson three weeks ago. We had two Al-Shabaab terrorists arrested that said, we're refugees, we're refugees. We even have dopey John Brennan. We have the soundbite of dopey John Brennan. We should get that. We should play it. Let me find it. When he was testifying like three years ago before Congress, and he said, ISIS has said they're going to infiltrate our refugees, a refugee program to get terrorists here. They're good. They said they're going to do it. Yeah, it's only Matt one. O'Brien. Yeah, well he, well, he said that was about the DACA and everything, and refugees also, yeah, when refugees. We, we had him on last uh, two weeks ago. But, yeah, you have the situation where you, you know, get people say, it was only one member of ISIS. I'm sorry, how many members of ISIS do you actually want? 45. I mean, what what... Tell me, what exactly is, is going to be the, the tipping point? I'm, I'm curious about that. I'm very curious about that. Uh, ah, I, I, I actually found it. Let me, let me put it in the system. Just in case you missed it. Crazy John. What a cra- I haven't heard a lot from John Brennan lately. Have you? Here we go. Listen to John Brennan. Hang on before, before you hit it. This was uh, January 29th, 2017. Here we go. John Brennan. Go ahead. ISIL has a large cadre of Western fighters mm-hmm. who could potentially serve as operatives for attacks in the West. Hey, thanks. And the group is probably exploring a variety of means for infiltrating operatives into the West, including in refugee flows, oh. smuggling routes, and legitimate methods of travel. Mm. So Trump's going to clean this thing up, and I just, you know, it's another thing. We wanted this stuff to happen. We wanted to get back to normalcy, and it it finally seems that it's kind of getting back to normalcy, is it not? I believe it is. I believe it is. Uh, we'll continue. 652. KNSTAM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Hello. What's happening? It's 708. It's Tuesday. It's your morning ritual. Me, Garrett Lewis, KNSTAM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Why are you laughing at me? Just the way you described uh, the showerhead spraying to the left. Because mine was doing that this morning. Ah, I have ah, I have the hardest water on the face of gross. Earth. Gross. It is gross. I know. I know. I don't have that anymore. That's a problem when Red Rock. Just remember, you're, you're, you're drinking it, and all that scale and stuff is going into your body. I you're know. drinking it. Yeah, I'm drinking it. You're drinking it. A chef <laughs> like you, you need to get on board. Three I know, things I, I think you, talk to your wife, three things I think you need to know. But I was wondering, did you get the step stool to get the shower head I off? hate you. What? Uh, first thing I think you need to know, Fox News reporting that Brett Kavanaugh's accuser, Brett Kavanaugh's accuser, has not said that she'll show up to testify Monday before a Senate committee. Her lawyer was all over TV yesterday. Oh, Deborah Katz is her name. Oh, yeah, she's Christine Ford's attorney. My client is willing to do whatever it takes to get her story out there. She'll do it, blah, blah, blah. Fox News is reporting they're told Republicans on the Senate Judiciary Committee reached out last night to Ford's lawyers to invite her on Monday to speak at an open hearing, and there has yet to be a response. Uh-oh. Second thing that I think you need to know, the Trumpster declassified some FISA documents. He also he also said, I am declassifying every single text message that has been put out there between 
Peter Stroke, Lisa Page, Bruce Orr, Andy McCabe, all these people. No redactions, everything that you want to see, it'll be out there so people can see the uh, the issues that we have and how corrupt it was up top. Uh, third thing that I think you need to know, more great economic news that will be ignored by the media. The Trumpster, I can't say this enough, proving his uh, his racist tendencies. Hispanic, yes, Census Bureau says Hispanic household income has hit a record high. Yep, the plan is working perfectly to make sure Hispanics are hurt in this, this economy, right? Yep, three things I think you need to know. So, you have that. And I'm waiting for people to say, but, but he is racist. He wants to build a wall to keep out people here illegally, whether they're from Bangladesh, which 100 came over from Bangladesh. They were captured last week. And there's been like 600 and something, I think, for the past year from Bangladesh caught coming over. Or Mexico or Honduras or Venezuela. It doesn't matter whether it's it's China and they come up through Mexico. It doesn't matter. I like saying it that way. China, the way Trump says it. It makes me laugh. China. He's put more tariffs on him. Anyway, let's get to um, some other stuff. This is huge news. Of course, my wife, like talking to my wife, she, I think my wife is like a lot of people in the fact when I told her, hey, big news, because she's always like, it's a, it, listen, you put in the effort, you listen, I love it, I can't thank you enough. My wife, there's no effort. It's like I'm her cheat sheet. Last night, getting dinner ready, she's like, so tell me, anything happened today? And I'm like, yeah, Trump just actually a little while ago declassified the uh, some of the FISA documents, and then she stopped me. All I want to know is, are people going to prison? And I'm like, you know, we're not a banana republic where somebody could just say, you belong in prison. There's got to be like, you know, you, there's an investigation. I know it takes a long time. To say, I don't care. I want to know if they're going to prison. Is someone going to pay the price? And I'm like, man. She's, but she's like a lot of people. They've had it. But that's easy to answer. Usually, no. Nobody ever pays the price. Exactly. It makes you exactly. mad. Exactly. I know. Except for Paul Manafort. Oh, yeah. On, on charge of not paying taxes 10 years ago. Awesome. Very yeah. cool. Throw the book out. Yep, there you go. You have that. Hillary, who's as crooked as the day is long, leaving, uh, leaving her, sec- her server unsecured and secrets and classified documents and top secret documents available. Remember the story? It didn't even get a lot of traction. Uh, China, there was a, 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 D, a firm in D.C. There was a Chinese government firm that basically uh, they got some kind of spyware, some kind of program on Hillary's server to where every time she sent and received an email, they got a mirror image of it. Who knows what they got? They added themselves that, to her That forward. was like a week and a half ago. What's that? <laughs> they added themselves to her forwarding. Exactly. <laughs> forwarding like when email was new yeah. to people like my mom 20 years ago and she'd forward me everything. <laughs> I got to forward this to you. If, you know, if I don't do it to 12 people, bad things have to shut up. Anyway, so, so we what have- Diane Feinstein and her, and and her, her Chinese, Chinese spy? Yeah. Uh, yeah guy's driving me around 20 years. He's a spy from China. Oh, I had no idea. Excellent work, Di. You qualify well to be on the Intelligence Committee. Don't you need intelligence to be on the intelligence? Apparently, you don't need intelligence to be on the intelligence committee. So anyway, uh, the Trumpster said, I'm going to, uh, I want declassified some of these documents from the FISA. Because remember, the FISA court approved an application to spy on the Trump campaign based on the fake Russian dossier. That's what it was. It's admitted. Yahoo News writer Michael Isikoff was shown the dossier. They said, hey, write something about this. So he wrote something about it. And when it got put out there, the FBI and the DOJ went to the FISA court and said, look, we have this dossier, and then we have this story from the news. It backs it up. They leaked it to them. 
And then they were able to get some kind of uh, spying on Trump and everything else. And still to this day, by the way, there's no collusion. In, in that awesome book <coughs> that the media is in love with, Bob Woodward's book, you know what one thing they're leaving out? In his book, he's admitted, I searched long and, and hard and I found no collusion with Russia and Trump. And then Lisa Page, it came out yesterday, it came out a couple days ago. I didn't get a chance to even talk about it. The Trumpster tweeted about it. Lisa Page, who is Peter Stroke's lover, former lawyer at the FBI, one of the big shots up there. Um, and Trump tweeted this out as he should. Lisa Page testifying before Congressional Committee said there's we have never been able to find evidence of collusion before Robert Mueller was appointed to do this, the special counsel investigation. So considering that they never actually found evidence of collusion, there should never have been a Robert Mueller investigation. That's what it was all based about. That's It never should have been there. Never. So let's go to this one dolt who writes for apparently the New York Times, uh, the Atlantic, uh, Center for American Progress, which is a big lefty organization. Uh, this guy's name is Matt Miller. Matt Miller. So Trump is declassifying some of these FISA documents and all of these text messages so the public is shown exactly what was going on, the corruption, up top of the DOJ and the FBI, right? The illegal witch hunt. So this morning, of course, on Morning Joe and Mika's face, they were, they, it's true though, they were downplaying this. Oh boy, were they downplaying this on Morning Joe and Mika's face. Um, Matt Miller actually said releasing these text messages. Now again, these text messages show how Peter Stroke, Lisa Page, other people, the FBI, the DOJ, they were colluding together to try to take down Trump when he was running for president, when he became president, all this stuff. And the text messages prove it. We've gone over these text messages over and over and over. Lisa Page, Peter Stroke, this this just came out right after James Comey got fired by President Trump. Peter Stroke texted his lover, Lisa Page, we need to open the case that we've been waiting on now while Andy McCabe is acting as the acting Head of the FBI, because Comey got fired. By the way, McCabe got fired a few months ago. You know this. Lisa Page responded to her lover. We need to lock in, and the name is redacted, in a formal, chargeable way, chargeable way soon. So he wants to release all this stuff unredacted. I'll bet you the name she put down is Trump. We need to lock in Trump in a formal, chargeable way soon. I guarantee you. But despite this, Matt Miller, number 117. Can you go to 117 if you don't mind? For some reason, I think I may have put the wrong... But it, what, one seven, did I put the wrong thing in, or is it okay when you put it in? Did it sound okay? Just take a listen. I could, no, you know what? It's Before we do, I think I can get to it in a different way. Um, hang on one second. let second. Let me do it from... I think it's... I'm sorry. I, I, know, I, I know I listened to it a different way this morning. I apologize for that. Uh, so... I'm going to play it on my end, okay? Yes. I'm going to play it on my end. Uh, I want you to hear this guy, Matt Miller. And uh, this is eh, right around from here. Let's go from here and see what happens. The President of the United States ordering it publicly released yes. just to attack the intelligence community because he sees it help his personal interests will have such a downstream effect. And I'll say it's also true mm. with, with respect to the other part of this. He's releasing the text messages of four former FBI uh, officials, mm. a current DOJ official. Think about what that does to the morale of people inside the Justice Department to see fit of career officials yeah. retaliated against yeah. just because they did their job. Matt, great, uh, point. great point. Just because they did their job, they were trying to stop a duly elected man from being the president. Did you did you hear that whole thing that I just played? 
Was that not money? So Trump is exposing these people that were corrupt. Uh, James Comey, the, the former, the, who was the FBI director, was fired. Andy McCabe was the number, he was the deputy director, number two, fired. Peter Stroke was the FBI agent that led the, the case against Hillary and overlooked all kinds of stuff. Big Hillary supporter, fired. Lisa Page, his lover, the lawyer, fired. And these are the texts that they're going around over and over and over. And this guy's like, well, can you imagine how terrible they're going to feel? Trump's only releasing this for his own personal vendetta. But are you nuts? Are you crazy? Am I up over there still? I want to play one more time so you hear it. Listen to this. Here we go. The president of the United States ordering it publicly released just to attack the intelligence community because he sees it help his personal interests. Well, Hang on. So just to attack. They went after him. Now, everybody. And here's the thing. I've talked to people that work for the FBI. And you know what they tell me? They can't stand these, these dingbats that were at the top that were doing this stuff. They can't stand them. They've been wanting Trump to release this forever. But you get this guy in MSNBC. Oh, this is, this is going to kill morale. No, let me tell you something. It's going to help morale. Because the, the, the men and women that are actually the real deal at the FBI and the DOJ, they're loving every second of this. They want the rats out. Have such a downstream effect. And I'll say it's also true with, with respect to the other part of this. He's releasing the text messages of four former FBI uh, officials, mm. a current DOJ official. Think about what that does to the morale of people inside mm. the Justice mm. Department to see fit, uh, career officials yeah. retaliated against yeah. just because they did their job. Just because they did their job. I want you to hear one more. Mike Barnacle, who's just a fossil himself. Uh... But he really is. He asked a question. If it wasn't for Kavanaugh, this would be a big job, blah, blah, blah. What about the uh, the, the FISA documents being, not all of them, some of them being released? And, and listen to this. You know, uh, you make a great point, Mike. There are only two entities who benefit from the release of, of this information. Uh, the president's legal defense team and foreign intelligence services, especially the Russian intelligence service. If you look at the, 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 the Carter Page FISA application, there are references all throughout it. Most of them redacted, but mm. you, can, you can see what you can see by the words around it, what the underlying information is, okay. to actions and activities inside Russia. Uh, if those blacked out sections are now made public, the American public is not just going to know, but the Russian intelligence service is going to know exactly what our intelligence services took to the most secretive court in the land with relation to ongoing activities and operations. In Hang on. I think the Russians already know because the Democratic National Committee and Hillary paid nine and a half million bucks to Fusion GPS. Fusion GPS then paid Chris Steele, a former British spy, who then paid two Russians to come up with the stuff in the dossier. I mean, these, these people on this network are acting as if this dossier wasn't unverified the way Comey said. Salacious. Russia. Foreign intelligence services will be able to find out not just the specifics, and the Russians will care about very much about the specifics, but other intelligence services will be able to see how we work, how, how our most secretive we, operations are put yeah, together, how we, we, how we work sources, the methods that intelligence services use, and they will be able to incorporate that into trying to, to you know, kind of sniff out and, and detect. and, and um, I think they know it. They know it. We, we have presidential candidates like Hillary Clinton paying a former British spy to pay two Russians to write up this fake dossier. And ta-da, you have how we actually work our sources. This network is deranged. I tell you what, it is perfect for Jeff Flake because he's just as deranged. Like they, this is like a marriage made in heaven, deranged heaven. You have deranged Jeff Flake going on the deranged MSNBC. In the last hour, we played for you Eugene Robinson on MSNBC's airwaves, 
who said that Trump's an idiot when it comes to the economy. He doesn't understand it. The economy is crushing things right now. There's, oh, it's just, it's too good. Is it just me? Do, why, am I the only one that gets excited about this? I often wonder, am I like a dork in this aspect? No, 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 Is it, is it understandable? At least it's understandable to my brain. Is it, is it, am I getting, does it make sense? Yes, but I am smart. So I get it. There you go. You speak good. It's not the crazy train. Yes. It's the deranged bus. It is the, der- it's, there's, it's crazy, man. You're on the DB. It's crazy. So the, we have that. You can uh, comment if you like. Oh, oh my gosh. Be quiet. You be quiet, Matt Miller. I hit the wrong button. Uh, 880-KNST, 880-5678. We have that. Uh, Mad Maxine at it again. Mad Maxine. Uh, calling for the president to be knocked off. You'll hear that. We'll get to that. And then at about That's 740. Civil. Of course it's civil. About 740, we'll get to the uh, the former girlfriends of Brett Kavanaugh. What they say about him. Again, Here's the big story. 65 chicks write a letter saying he's a great guy, never did anything bad, blah, 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 blah. This one chick, this one chick is like, nope, I remember that when he was 15, I was 15, he did something to me back in 1982. I never told anybody. I didn't even realize this happened until I went to psychotherapy. Yeah. And all of a sudden, everything's out the window. And the fact that she hasn't committed yet to actually testify, she was invited, even though her lawyer said, yeah, my client's a big shot. She'll get up there and say everything. 723 will continue. It is KNST. All right, let's do it. 730. Thanks for hanging out. Garrett Lewis with you. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Going to be 101 today, but maybe 85 in thunderstorms tomorrow. Whoa. A tone. All right. Let's go really quick before we play Crazy Maxine to Barbara. Barbara, welcome to KNST. Hi. Hi, Barbara. Hi. What's going on? Well, there's just a lot of things that make me really upset, you might say angry, and a couple of them were just, and some of the things we needed to know. Well, but early, before that, quickly, quickly, I want to say that I am totally offended by, that everyone that believes as you believe is, a, is, an, is an ignorant redneck. I'm sorry, but... Wait, I have I, a college degree. All of my friends with whom I exchange interesting emails about political issues I have college degrees. We have engineers. You know, we have successful business people. We have, you know, anyway, like I say, I, I, I object to being called ignorant. Oh, the other thing okay. is, do you know, you probably do know that the United States has been carrying the world's largest trade deficit since 1975. Mm. And last year, in 2017, our trade deficit was $566 billion. Now, that's unsustainable. Yes. And then, you know, I mean, we're just tired, tired, tired. And our economy, and talking about our president not understanding economics, he's a graduate of the Wharton School of Business, one of the most prestigious in the world. And his adult children are also graduates of that school. And, you know, they're all financially successful. They made their money, their billions, millions, you know, but they're graduates of that school of business. They understand economics and business. So, in front of my, so what I'm gathering from this is that everything I've done over the past hour and a half has fired you up to new yes, levels today. Yes, but I'm fired up every day anymore because I read other news feeds too on the internet, and you know that's the only news feed you can listen to anymore because everything else is garbage. You mean this show? Yes. Thank you. I agree. I agree. Well, thank you so much for sharing, Barbara. I, I appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you for Thank the you. event. Of course. <laughs> Bye-bye. I thought she was mad at me for a second. I thought she was mad at you, too. <clears throat> Call her redneck? That's What's true, with you? I know. I'm like, wait, wait. What? 
So, no, it's true that, uh, that again, and we played the, that's why I thought that Eugene Robinson soundbite, we'll play it again later on in the show. It was incredible. Guy, he doesn't understand the economics of anything. And blah, 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 blah. That's right. Warden School of Business. And, you know, you get whatever degree you are from whatever place. But listen, Cortez has a degree from BU in economics and international relations. So that's not even worth the piece of paper it's printed on. So you have to actually have real world experience and success as well. Really quick. Speaking of crazies. Oh, Maxine. Shouldn't the Secret Service investigate this nut already? Uh, one eight. 118 uh mad maxine 118 she was at a in front of a crowd and she said this there are those who say well what if we get rid of him then we've got that vice president and he will be worse i said knock off the first one and then go after the second knock off the first one and then we go after the second one knock off the first one isn't that just nice crazy maxine all right we're gonna hear <laughs> Very civil. Imagine if there was a Republican that said, knock off Obama and then go after Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. It's like this is accepted. Like, whoa, ho, ho, hum. It's crazy, Maxine, and it is what it is. 734, much more coming up. Don't go anywhere. We'll get to uh, Brett Kavanaugh's girlfriends. They're coming forward, or former girlfriends, I should say. Ex-girl. He dated them. He's friends with them. I guess his wife, everything. It's strange. Would you? Would any of your ex-girlfriends vouch for you? <laughs> All of them. Right, right. Uh you are not the father. I mean, it's like an episode of <laughs> Maury or something like that. <laughs> anyway, you hear what they say about Brett coming up. Here's Fox. Kelly has patience with people that aren't her kids. Anyway, Garrett Lewis with you. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Uh, three things I think you need to know. Then my, apparently my mother called the listener line because she knew I'd ignore her. So she talked to Ryan. She claims I said something that was incorrect. Yeah, you said uh, you inferred that Kavanaugh dated all sixty-five of these women. He did. I not. took it back afterward. This is why she needs to get her hearing checked. Oh. I tell you about the time my mother tried to kill me. Which time? Multiple times. Gave me to a stranger at six months. They dropped me in the water for like water babies thing. Mm-hmm. My dad stayed home from work that day. Cursed at my mom. Grabbed me out of there. <laughs> then she so dropped me off. With you. She dropped me off in the Jersey Turnpike. Middle middle of a snowstorm. Claim, I heard you deserve that one. Claims I was being a wise wise guy, wouldn't shut up. Dad tell you just an attitude. Good for her. And there's like 10 miles between exits. It was snowing. She left me there. She should be arrested today. That's okay. My dad's going to get me to the gypsies. That'd be cool. Yeah, no. Not when you're seven. <laughs> He's sell you. Three no, things I no think selling. you need to know. Giving, giving away. All right. Oh, uh, that no, bad? Number one. Get rid of this one. We don't want this one. Gypsies to you. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, Fox News is reporting that Brett Kavanaugh's accuser has not yet confirmed that she will actually show up Monday to the Senate testo- uh, uh, Senate hearing to hear what she has to say. She She's not said if she'll actually show up to testify. Yet her lawyer was on TV all over the place yesterday saying, my client will do whatever it takes. She'll be there. She'll do it. Why are they not responding to Republicans' invitation to show up and say something? But Kavanaugh said he'll be there. Second thing I think you need to know, Trump yesterday did great things, said he's going to declassify some of the FISA documents that were used to uh, get a warrant to spy on Carter Page, who was part of his campaign for a small time. Uh, And he's also uh, declassifying every text message that all these corrupt people up at the top of the FBI and the DOJ sent to each other without redaction. Yeah, baby. We don't know when it's going to happen. People have to see it. We'll see. Third thing I think you need to know, Hispanic uh, household income 
has reached an all-time high because Trump hates Hispanic people. It only makes sense, right? It only makes sense. All right, let's get to the uh, sound bites. Uh, he's racist. They say he's a racist. Uh, so 65 chicks write a letter saying that Brett Kavanaugh is a great guy. Uh, he's a fantastic guy. We've known him forever, blah, blah, blah. A couple of these chicks he dated, I don't know, at least two that were on Fox News yesterday, he dated them, both named Mora, which is weird, but whatever, we'll go with... Who are you dating? Mora? How about this Mora? Now I'm out of Mora. Has Mora never worked for me? We're done. Mora Fitzgerald, Mora Kane. Nah, he didn't date all 65 women? Unconfirmed. But he was friends, at least, with some of them. With, with all of them, actually. They all write these great things about him. They sign a letter saying he's the greatest guy. He's very... He's very uh, caring. He's the, the complete opposite of the, what this one random chick said. And yet the media and the Democrats and some Republicans like Jeff Flake, that degenerate that he is, uh, say that they, they actually believe this one random chick over everybody else. So let's hear first. Uh, number 120, Maura Fitzgerald asked on Martha McCallum show on Fox, about the accusations, here's what she said about the accusations leveled by the one girl. Here we go. One lady. I was absolutely shocked. I just couldn't believe it. It's um, just so polar opposite of the Brett Kavanaugh that I've known for over 35 years. I was confused, surprised, shocked, and I still can't believe it. Okay. Uh, then, of course, the alcohol came up. Because when you're 17, 18 years old, if you have alcohol at a party, ooh, no one's ever done that before. Uh, was he crazy? Was he out of control? Was he? Did he become like this, this, this hardcore sex offending guy? Uh, one twenty one about the party and when Brett would drink, whatever. One, let's let's do this more from Mora Fitzgerald. Here we go. No, and all of the times, all the years that I've known Brett, even if we had a beer, he was always in complete control, and he was actually one of the guys that. If we were at a social gathering, he'd be the guy to look out for other people. He was always in control. Do you know, let me just uh, tell you this, and, and again, you know how difficult it would be? How difficult is it to find an ex-girlfriend to say good things about you, right? Or an ex-boyfriend to say good things about you? Can you think of any ex-girlfriend that would actually be like, oh, he's a good person, or this, or, I mean, maybe, maybe not, well, why'd you break up then? It, it, They'll never say because I was too clingy. It's you. It's not me. It's me. It's not you. Yeah, anyway. This relationship is making me thirsty. Exactly. Uh, let's talk about 122, her experience dating Brett. Again, this has got to be so like, if you're the current husband now, yeah, go talk about an old boyfriend on national TV. It's got to be so weird, right? Yet she puts herself out there. Here we go. Listen to this. Oh, he was nothing but kind and polite and respectful. I dated him. I've known him since high school. I dated him briefly in college, and we've remained close friends ever since. Isn't that weird? I cherish his we used friendship. To make out. He has just been such a stand-up guy, full of integrity. I admire him. He never exhibited to me or mm. anyone else that I know, not with anything treated no one with disrespect. You think this is like the one that got away for her? Oh my God. He was just a man. What if, what if, like, you're the husband at this point? I mean, you're married for a long time now. Probably have kids, this this lady's husband. And all of a sudden, you see your wife talking great about this ex boyfriend of hers. Oh, he's just such a gentleman. He was so great. He was like, why didn't you marry him then? (laughs) No, they're saying great things. They're saying great things. Okay. Now, let's go to um, 
He'll Let, be on Maury next week with her. <laughs> now let's talk about the letter. I left Martha McCallum's question in here too, I believe. 123. This is more from Maura Fitzgerald. We'll get to the other Maura in a second. This is what uh, she said. Here we go. Um, in terms of the letter that you signed, there's a lot of buzz today about the fact that so far you're the only two who want to step forward and stand by the letter that you wrote. What can you say about that? Um, let me start with you, Maura Fitzgerald. Um, that is actually not true. I've seen a lot of that in the media. Fake news. But um, of all the girls that I've been in touch with about the letter who have signed the letter, they stand by it. They have been just trying to avoid all the calls from the media, mm -hmm. but they do stand by the letter. Oh, so there you go. The fact they don't want to be contacted by the media because they don't like them. The media is like, they must not really believe the letter they signed. Oh, really? So then it, it, let's go to Maura Kane, number 129. Maura Kane was asked to respond also about the letter. Here we go. Yeah, the very same. Everyone... Um, is stands by the letter they're just not going out into the media and um being so you know we've, we've put it out there and everyone's supporting brett but following that no one is is retracting their support um they're just avoiding the media frenzy can you blame them i mean kudos to these women for putting it out there they got to take their kids to school the next day they got to see other parents all of a sudden are oh, you like that guy because they see a person being wronged. Yet, again, the media puts all their weight, all the Democrats in the media put all their weight behind this this one woman who still hasn't said, you know what, I'll do what my lawyer said I'd do and show up and testify on Monday. Answer questions. Something stinks. We'll have more coming up. Don't go anywhere. There's much more you need to hear, especially about how she remembered this incident. It might be a whole bunch of BS. It's KNST. And we continue. It's 8.09. It's Tuesday. How you doing? You good? It's your morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis. KNST AM 790 Tucson's most stimulating talk. Three things I think you need to know. Number one. Number one. Brett Kavanaugh has said, I will show up at that, that hearing on Monday in front of a Senate committee, the Judiciary Committee. I will be there. The Judiciary Committee also invited his accuser to show up to the hearing. And Fox News is reporting they've been told that her people, her lawyer, have they have not responded to showing up on Monday. Her lawyer was all over TV yesterday saying, I'll be there, I'll be there, I'll be there. Apparently not so much. We'll see what happens. Wouldn't it be something if she just chooses to not even testify? Huh. Second thing, I think you need to know the Trumpster has declassified, declassified the text messages, every single one of them without redactions. You see everything between Stroke and Page and all these nitwits, McCabe, uh, Comey, all of them, everything, all declassified. We don't know when we're going to get them, but it's going to happen. They have to go through a whole bunch of eyeballs. He also declassified some of the FISA documents that show how there was somehow approval to be able to spy on the Trump campaign. The Obama administration did that. He weaponized the FBI. This is going to be interesting, isn't it? Uh, third thing I think you need to know. Wh what do you think is more important? I'll give it to you. The fact that, again, this is a story that will be ignored by the media, right? Census Bureau announcing Hispanic household income has hit a record high. This is like a two-part of this, like an A and a B, because they're, they're intertwined. Okay. Record high. Racist Trump. People hate him. Blue wave coming. Record high 
income, household income for Hispanics in America. How much is that, by the way? 50000 and change. Wow. That's the median. Now, the related thing is that the Emmys last night, that they did nothing but bash Trump. They were all politics, all lib all the time. Crashed to a record low. But that's what America wants, right? Isn't that kind of them crashing or, or watching? No, no, no. The fact that it is it is a new low. So the media would have you believe a blue wave is coming mm-hmm. because the country has had enough of Trump. Mm-hmm. The Emmys, all they did was literally bash Trump, bash Republicans, bash, bash religious people, bash Christians. That's all they did. And the ratings fell double digits to a new low. A new low. So is there that big blue wave coming? Hispanics must hate Trump. They're making more money than they ever have. The country's had enough. Nobody's watching, apparently, what what the media thinks people actually believe. Interesting, huh? Hmm. Three things I think you need to know. Three A and B. You got a bonus one there. Bonus one. I mean, we could do it. I, there was one part. I saw some highlights this morning. Their opening skit. They had a white chick. They they had like one of everything. And then all of a sudden, the, the, the but it's true. There's a reason for this. <laughs> they had one of everything, actors. And then Andy Sandberg came down from like uh, some kind of a prop. And he was singing. He goes, I'm the heterosexual straight male. And he came down and they said, oh, oh, I almost... I almost, uh, I almost died uh, going down here. Oh, this is crazy. And like, all right, cool. You got to leave now. We can't have you. You're a white straight male. And he left. And I'm like, I understand comedy. I get it. I get it. But it's not funny. You know, when you try too hard, it's just not funny, right? It's not, it's, <laughs> I have nothing else to say, but it's just not funny. And then, and then you have other, I didn't want to even play them. Uh, but, uh, one, one guy, cause again, you can never be racist toward white people because we've had it well enough with our privilege. That's, it's a well-known fact in certain, in certain people's minds, right? And, uh, one of the hosts, Michael Che, C-H-E, no relation to Guevara. That was his first name. Okay. Is, is Michael Che, is he on Saturday Night Live? Uh, you know what? I watch that all the time and no, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I'm asking. I, I really, I, th- I think he's on Saturday Night Live. There he I, is. I don't uh, I don't know. Um however, uh he yeah. <sighs> it was all politics. I mean they literally in their opening skit were talking about you know our politics. We're democrat and liberal democrat. I mean they just it was like they were going out of their way and it to me it's it's like the NFL with the bowing. You know, the the kneeling at the anth- at the anthem. You're just literally just chasing people away. You just don't care. You're like, not only do we not do we we not want you to watch this show, we this award show, we don't want you to watch any of our movies, any of our TV shows. We're telling you how much we don't like you. That's not a good business model. Can you imagine a pizza place having a sign on the window? No liberals allowed. I mean, what are you crazy? Can you no conservative. Well, it might be no conservatives allowed in this particular place, but it's it's just it's crazy. It's crazy. So they they literally are just destroying everybody and everything. And I'm thinking, if if the country was that sick of Trump, 
wouldn't they be watching the Emmys in record numbers? Wouldn't they be like, I, this is what I want. I'm so sick of Trump and everything his people are doing, and they're deplorable. And Joe Biden said something horrible about them as well. What did Joe Biden? I got to play that damn soundbite too. Joe Biden called uh, Trump supporters the dregs of society. Right up there with Hillary and deplorables. The, you, you are the dregs of society. Really? We're the dregs of society. That's uh, it's fantastic. Dregs of society. Uh, there was even a, a, um, an actress. I've never heard of these people. I don't. Jennifer Lewis. Jennifer with one N Lewis. Do you have any idea? I have no idea what show she's on. Anything. I have no clue. No clue. Uh, do you know what, because everybody's, oh, the fashion, right? The fashion, you love the fashion, right? So, uh, you know, throw me up over there if if you don't mind. Jennifer Lewis was talking to the media. She's talking to Variety, some guy with a Variety microphone. And she is wearing Nike at the Emmys. She's not wearing Prada. She's not wearing Gucci, uh, Dolce & Gabbana. She's wearing Nike. Now, why do you think she's wearing Nike? I'll just listen. Here you, Sporty Spice. Thank you, baby. Okay, why are you wearing Nike? I am wearing Nike to applaud them for supporting Colin Kaepernick and his mm. protest against racial injustice and police brutality. Mm. Is this custom Nike? Absolutely. Absolutely, honey. I have some drag queens come over and put some beads on it, some sparkle. You know how they roll. So there you go. Police brutality. Of course, the police were actually there protecting these people, making sure nothing bad would happen. If the police were so bad, why didn't they just see her as a black actress and just go attack her? I'm just, I'm wondering. Why didn't she tell the police, I don't want you here? Nothing? Nothing, huh? So, there you go. Uh, Should we play some of the sound bites? The guy Michael Che said something like... uh, I mean, we should probably get... I didn't want to even do it, but I guess we're going to have to do it. Um, he talked about the only people that thank Jesus when they win something are Republicans and crackheads. Hmm. Republicans and uh, crackheads. Is that it? Yeah, yeah, that's awesome, and things and stuff, and yeah. It, it's not even worth, I mean, you didn't watch it. You know what to expect, that's the thing. I mean, the ratings are that low. Should I watch some? should we talk about something that nobody watched? You know what they are, right? You, you know what these actors are. They, I mean, they literally, they don't, they don't like you, they don't like the country. Um. And then you have Joe Biden. I mean, what's hey, look? You know what's crazy? What happened at the Emmys is the same thing that Joe Biden said. Joe Biden was at some kind of an, a human rights campaign event. Isn't that great? Human rights, except for Trump supporters. You don't deserve human rights. You don't deserve it at all. So, um, I want you to hear. Uh, hang on a second. No, hang on a second. Hang on. So, I want you to hear Joe Biden. Joe Biden was at this human rights campaign. We didn't get a chance to even play this yesterday. Um, I got it for you. Hang, hang on, hang on. Throw me up over there if you don't mind. Here, here's, here's good old Joe. Good old Joe, right? Here we go. Fight losing in the courts 
and in the court of public opinion, these forces of intolerance remain determined to undermine and roll back the progress you all have made. This time, they, not you, have an ally in the White House. This time, they have an ally. They're a small percentage of the American people, mm. virulent people. Virulent. Some of them the dregs of society. There you go. And instead of using the full might of the executive branch to secure justice, dignity, safety for all, mm. the president uses the White House as a literal, literal bully pulpit. What are you doing? What are you using as a bully pulpit? What did Obama use? Police acted stupidly. So there you go. That That's what they think of us. It's the same, whether it's the Emmys or Barack Obama or Joe Biden or Hillary Clinton. You're a bunch of deplorables. You're the dregs of society. You're just a bunch of racists. You've had it too good. It's what they think of us. It's what it is. Okay, hang on a second. There's breaking news. Republican Senator Chuck Grassley is threatening to cancel the newly scheduled Kavanaugh hearing, which is Monday. If the accuser does not accept Senate Judiciary Committee's invitation to testify. I thought she had a great story to tell. It was her civic duty, she said. Watch the unraveling. I'm glad Grassley's getting tough. Hang on. Steve, welcome to KNST. Hi, Steve. Hey, good morning, Garrett. How are you? All right. What's up, brother? Oh, uh, so that, whole, that whole thing with Joe Biden just pissed me off. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know... This moron is thinking about running for office in 2020, but yet he couldn't figure out that that deplorable comment that Hillary made is probably what cost her the election. <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, it's, I, had a, I had a friend of mine, I was talking with a friend of mine about it, and he said, you know, he's not talking about you specifically. I said, how do you know that? The media lumps all of us in together. Mm-hmm. If we voted for Trump, we're a racist, Nazi, uh, even, even Ryan, who's Hispanic. Well, he's racist because he voted for Trump, you know? And, and yes, the thing of it is, it's like, they say that we're not tolerant, that we're the intolerant ones. We're not burning down campuses on the university. Nope. We're not smashing windows of Starbucks and setting cars on fire or uh, egging people because they voted for Trump or because they want to speak out. And, nope. you, know, you know what I'm saying? It's just, it's absolute lunacy. And we were saying before that there's, you know, there's not going to be a blue wave. And I, and I believe that. I really do. But we can't take that chance. Everybody's no. got to get out and vote. There's no mm-hmm. excuse. You've got to get off your ass and get to the poll. It's like two minutes left in the fourth quarter, man, and we're down by six. We've got to get out there and vote. Are we down by six? Are we down by six? (laughs) I don't know if we're down. I I I, I think it's going to be a red tsunami. I really do. But but when people hear that and they feel confident, then they say, ah, I don't need to go vote. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. But we can't take that chance. Think about this real quick. Let's just say somehow this chick does show up, and she makes... She makes Kavanaugh look bad, and she's more believable than Kavanaugh, right? And then all of a sudden, they stop Kavanaugh. I don't think the Democrats have thought this through, because if Kavanaugh, let me ask you this, you talk about voter enthusiasm. If Kavanaugh, you think this is a sham, and somehow they stop Kavanaugh with this lady and her story from 36 years ago, don't you think that would make Republicans get out to the polls in greater greater effort than even before? You had somebody. You had somebody on the radio the other day who was saying that you know this kind of stuff just pissed her off and motivated her even more. Yep. And and, and it's, it's it's exactly the same way for me. The more you push back, they haven't given Trump a moment's breath since day one. I don't know how the guy does it. I really don't. But the fact that they refuse to give him a chance to catch his breath just motivates me mm-hmm. all the more. And it, it, it you know it just I that's okay, Steve. I hear you're all fired up. I'm just running short on a break. 
It's okay. You're all, dude, I'm sorry that if you heard that, of course, on the stream you heard it. We're adults. He's fired up. I'm not mad. And he's right. But I apologize. We're all sick of it. And I tell you how the Don does it. He went to see Svetlana over at Renewed Medical. Yeah. <laughs> no, he uh, he went to go see Melania over in the White House. Anyway, um, you know the Don doesn't even drink coffee. Isn't that crazy? He drinks a lot of Diet Coke. Uh, he, dude, he, he, he revels in this. Coke. He does. He revels in this. He loves every second. It's a challenge. He loves to work. It's a job. It's getting stuff done. Um, you know what? I can't wait. I, I want to cherish the next six plus years that we have with with Don there. Oh, that's meant with me. There, they, maybe. But I can't wait to hear what he says after he's out, because you know he's not going to hold back and he's going to say all the things that happened. Anyway, thank you very much, Steve. I hear you're not the only one, man. We're we're all fired up, but I don't think Democrats thought this through. Where where all of a sudden they literally might actually mobilize Republicans. In greater force than even before. We'll we'll continue your comments. We got to get to the, uh, uh, the 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 BS thing when it comes to this this lady realizing apparently where she was allegedly sexually assaulted. There are psychologists. There are people in the, in the medical community that doubt how this actually happened. We'll get to that coming up on KNST aspect of things. Nothing I say is true. So <laughs> I want you to hear Joe Biden. You know he was the vice president. You know he, remember he was the vice president. Uh, Alexa, Alexa. <laughs> your attention alexa and then i'm messing people's up like their own their own their their alexa things at home so anyway alexis you know he was vice president right joe biden right you know he was like an old racist guy so in 2008 he met a an indian american uh I, that, that was just there and the video cameras were on him and this is what joe biden said as you know, I've got a lot of support from you, Cindy. That's where more to come, I think. So. No, I've, I've had a great relationship. In Delaware, the largest growth in population is Indian Americans moving from India. You cannot go to a 7-Eleven or a Dunkin' Donuts unless you have a slight Indian accent. So probably, I'm not joking. I'm not joking. Yeah, it's... You probably thought Republicans were all racist, huh? You can't do yeah. Imagine a Republican said that. That was June 17, 2006, actually. And he's not joking. No. No. Jeez. No, actually, except for Tucson, you generally can't call for customer service without getting an Indian accent. That's true. We can say that here. It's all right. Is that no? I don't call customer service. That's your problem. They call me okay. with IRS scams all the time. <laughs> and it's true. And it's guys in Indian accents. Yep. That is true. I, I can vouch for that. All right. So listen, the breaking news again is the fact that Chuck Schumer, Chuck Grassley, Senator Chuck Grassley, threatening to cancel this the hearing he's scheduled for Monday because he has yet to hear if Brett Kavanaugh's accuser has accepted uh, the invitation to testify. I, I know I promised it. I'll get to it in about five minutes. The information uh, from, well, that might say how she somehow remembered this incident. It might be all garbage, all BS. I have that coming up. Don't go anywhere. Uh, However, man, oh, man, oh, man, Mr. Ons, normally, normally Mr. Ons has the great happy hour on Thursday, right? But this Thursday, Mr. Ons is closed to the public. This Thursday, Mr. Ons is closed to the public. He is closing his restaurant to have a special charity event. Uh, benefiting Easter Seals. 
So, my advice to you, if you're going to go through withdrawals, you're going to miss out, go to Mr. Ron's tonight, go to Mr. Ron's on Wednesday, but do not go to Mr. Ron's on Thursday. He is going to be closed on Thursday for a special charity event that uh, I actually will be partaking in. Celebrity chef, I, I hate the word celebrity, but he's he's like, you're going to come cook. And I'm like, well, then people may die. No, I'm just kidding. So, um, I'm going to be out there, uh, you know, throwing some, uh, making some fires, throwing some shrimp, throwing some vegetables at people. I'm going to throw everything at people. What that you you paid for it to benefit Easter seals. I'll be doing that. Wear your safety glasses. But I and it's already closed. Everything's sold out, so you can't do anything about it. I apologize. I know it's terrible, right? So you can go to Mister Ronzo tonight. Go sit into the teppanyaki tables. Go have some happy hour. Go do everything you want. Mister Ronzo is open tonight, tomorrow, not Thursday. Mister Ronzo, Oracle Rudisil, great Japanese steakhouse for any any birthday, any anniversary, any celebration, any reason whatsoever. Go get this great food with great entertainment. Only at Mister Ronzo. Find out more at MrOnTucson.com. Yes, yes, yes. How you doing? 841 on this Tuesday. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, uh, Brett Kavanaugh's accuser still has not accepted the invitation to testify. On Monday, Senate Judiciary Chairman, Senator Chuck Grassley, he is threatening to cancel this new newly scheduled hearing, which is for Monday, if the accuser, Brett Kavanaugh's accuser, Christine Ford, doesn't accept the invitation. Yesterday, remember, her lawyer is all over TV. Oh, she'll do whatever it takes. Oh, she'll be there. Don't you worry. Still hasn't accepted the invitation. Kavanaugh has. Second thing that I think you need to know is that the Trumpster has declassified some FISA documents showing how they were able, the government was able to spy, the FBI was able to spy on Carter Page, who was part of the Trump campaign, and thus the Trump campaign. He's also declassified, and they're not out yet. We don't know when they're going to be out, but hopefully soon. All the text messages between Page and Stroke and McCabe and this one and that one, and or no redactions as well. We'll find out everything. Third thing I think you need to know, it is a, it is a combo. The Emmys crashed, the ratings crashed to a record low, dropped double digits. Record low at the Emmys, where all they did was brag about how they're liberals and they hate Trump and Republicans and made fun of anybody that thanked Jesus. At the same time, Hispanic, according to the Census Bureau, Hispanic household income is at a record high. Where's that blue wave? If people loved everything the Hollywood idiots said and the media said, wouldn't there be a record number of people watching the Emmys? Three things I think you need to know. So let's go with this. All right. Uh, we have lots of stuff. Again, I just re- I just tweeted this story about how uh, Grassley is threatening to cancel the hearing. Now, this is incredible stuff. All day yesterday, you hear, again, that this, this, uh, this lady is going to uh, just stop Kavanaugh. She's going to get up there. She's going to make Republicans lose the midterm because she's going to make Kavanaugh look so bad that no women will want to vote for the Republicans. I mean, it's gotten that insane. As a matter of fact, throw me up over there if you don't mind, uh, Alexis. Thank you very much. And I apologize for calling you Alexa. Even though I could call you, it could be worse, right? So anyway, I want you to hear, and I think that she's an AP reporter, Julie Pace on CNN. This was this morning. Um, this is really, really crazy stuff. I... Anyway, Poppy Harlow says to Julie Pace, once again, it'll be all white men on the Republicans. I mean, seriously, I mean, you know what? I'll even have you hear it because 
what's the difference at this point, right? Don't don't take my word for this. Is this is CNN right here? You ready for this? Here we go. Once again, it will be all white men on the Republican side of the Judiciary Committee questioning uh, both Judge Kavanaugh and Dr. Mm. Ford. Who looks um, race? Not to mention how important the female vote is uh, for Republicans, especially uh, in the midterms in 2020. Julie, how does this play out? The optics for Republicans are going to be really tricky if this goes mm. forward on Monday for exactly the reason that you said. You've got mm. all white men on the Republican side here. And a lot of them are, are talking and thinking back to those Anita Hill hearings. And when you watch those clips in, in, in today's context, uh, and you think about uh, you know a similar panel, a similar looking panel asking those types of questions, I think there's no doubt that that would not go over well in this current era. So Republicans have to be really careful. They obviously want Kavanaugh to get through, but they this is CNN. <laughs> it's all white men. Who looks at race? See, the Republicans are the racists. They're the ones. Who always looks at race? It's the Democrats and the media. Who cares if it's white men? What difference does it make? It's not, not good. You have all white men asking this white woman a question about what she allegedly thought happened uh, with a white man as well. <clears throat> I, I don't uh, I don't get it. And again, by the way, the Anita Hill hearings, uh, they're talking about that. Remember, it's Clarence Thomas. Bush nominated the black Clarence Thomas to be a Supreme Court justice. It's terrible when you have a bunch of white men questioning a black woman, even though those same white men supported the black man for Supreme Court. You figure that one out, right? So there's a piece at townhall.com. This is big. I did this at the beginning, at the start of the show. I thought it was a big deal. I want to go back to it. Um, it's by a guy named Scott Moorfield, who, who writes, here's why the revelation of Judge Kavanaugh's accuser was inevitable and why it still means nothing. And as he goes through certain aspects of how she didn't say anything for 30 years, and all of a sudden she remembered she was sexually assaulted back in 2012 at a couple's therapy, a couple's therapy session, where she didn't even mention Brett Kavanaugh, by the way. So Brett Kavanaugh's like, I don't think I was at the party. Like she may be mixing, she might be mixing me up with someone else. She can't remember how she left, where the party was, any of the, all these details. She can't remember them. So how did she come up with this? Right? What? Like what happened? What kind of psychotherapy was it? Well, she went through psychotherapy. Apparently, it's controversial. Psychotherapy is where dreams and imagination can become reality in one's own mind. That's a big deal. So is this even real, what she's thinking of? 30 years later, she magically remembers this? She didn't tell anybody? If you were sexually assaulted by a man, and again, I don't know, let, let's, Alexis, grab the microphone. I'm only, I'm only uh, pointing this out because I'm a man, you're a woman. I can't answer this at all, right? God forbid you were ever sexually assaulted by a man. Would you tell someone? Would you tell a girlfriend? Yes. Are you sure you're just saying that? You could say no. I w- would you not tell anybody? Um, I'm pretty open with things that happen in my life. I think I deal with if there, experiences. Yes. So, and it was a crime. I mean, it's a crime. Yeah. So if somebody sexually it. assaulted you, would you not call a friend and be like, oh my God, you won't believe what happened? Maybe yeah. then call police, things like that? Yeah. Okay, I'm just curious. <laughs> you represent all women at this point, so there you go. Good job. So... She went through psychotherapy. I'm talking about Christine Ford, the accuser. Right? So 
Until she went into psychotherapy in 2012, she had no understanding about this incident. And you ready for this? Psychology, Psychology Today, Tema Ehrenfield wrote in a 2015 piece, quote, to quote the American Psychological Association, there is little or no empirical support for the concept of repressed or dissociated memories of sexual abuse. Little or no empirical support for this concept to say that, okay, I'm going to put, you know, let's talk, I'm going to put you in, I guess, in some kind of whatever, and we're going to go back into your innermost memories that you don't even realize you have, and you're going to find these things that happen to you. There is little or no empirical support for this, according to the American Psychological Association. She wrote this, Tema Ehrenfield wrote in Psychology Today in 2015, a piece about repression of childhood memories. Quote, false memories are well documented in legal history. We are vulnerable to what psychologists call suggestion and can innocently construct false or pseudo memories of events that never occurred if they're encouraged by someone we trust. Is that what happened to this lady? One disturbing 2007 study found when people were called sex abuse in childhood, during therapy, their account was less likely to be corroborated by other evidence than when the memories came without help. Sadly, well-meaning therapists, she writes, have done their patients harm. So does this woman even know what actually happened 36 years ago? So this guy might have his life destroyed because if somehow people think that she's telling the truth, and again, she hasn't even actually responded to say, yes, I will actually go. I will go and testify and give my side. Her lawyer said it yesterday. They were invited last night, and as of 8.50 a.m. our time, 11.50 a.m. Eastern time, they still haven't said that they're going to be there. Could this be all for nothing? If this chick turns out to, you know, all of a sudden realize, man, I really stepped in it. This never really actually happened the way I thought it did. One, I mean, you just drag this poor guy's name through the mud. His family, everything. Two, you really think this is going to fire up people to come out and vote for Democrats? This is what they're about. They have no plan for the economy. No plan to secure the border. They have no plan for anything except impeach Trump based on nothing. There's nothing he done that's illegal. This is not looking good. Not at all. For who? For the Democrats. Exactly. I know. It's looking great for everybody else, I think. I know. The fact that Kavanaugh said, let me up there. I want to speak. I want to clear my name. I want to do all this stuff. And there's nothing from her people. Nothing. They don't know if she's actually going to show that she hasn't accepted. This is a big deal. By the way, there's something else that I thought was very important, too. So after all this news broke yesterday, and then, and by the way, what does it say for that meathead Jeff Flake? Hey, Jeff, what adult. I don't think we should have any vote. Any vote whatsoever. Blah, 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 blah. All based on what? Based on nothing. So after the news broke yesterday, this is a big deal. Republicans are scrambling. All right, let's talk to Kavanaugh, find what's going on. And by the way, Kavanaugh made himself available. You guys have questions? Anybody, Republicans, Democrats, you're a member of the Senate Judiciary Committee, ask me anything you want. Senate Democrats yesterday refused to participate in a phone call 
with Brett Kavanaugh over this allegation. So you have the Judiciary Committee's top Democrat, Senator Dianne Feinstein of California. She said Democrats will not participate in the phone call with Kavanaugh. That took place yesterday at 5.30 Eastern time. Now, if you have a problem, right? If you have a problem with that, uh, if you have a problem with, with talking to him, how could you have a problem? If you have any questions, you want to clear stuff up, is he telling the truth or not the truth? Why would you not jump on the call? Why would you not ask him that stuff? Instead, Feinstein, Feinstein called on the FBI to open an investigation into the claim by Christine Ford that Kavanaugh held her down at the party, tried to take her clothes off and assault her. They refused to get on the phone call and say, you better tell us the truth here, buddy. I, how much more can you do? All right, 852. By the way, I'll put that piece uh, from townhall.com where they have that. I'll put it on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Uh, like me and follow me. You'll see that piece and uh, you'll, you'll get it for yourself. Uh, 853 will continue. It's KNST. Yes. What's up? 907. It's Tuesday. It is your morning ritual. <laughs> I'm just noticing your note. Garrett Lewis with you. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. If there are things there, Ryan. Eesh. I know. I am one person. I love that people do. And we'll get into that in a second. I find that to be interesting. Uh, three things I think you need to know. Number one is Brett Kavanaugh's accuser, Christine Ford, has yet to accept the invitation to testify on Monday in front of a Senate committee. Her lawyer goes on, acts like a big shot all day yesterday. She'll do this. She'll do that. Blah, blah, blah. Now Republican Senator Grassley's like, listen, I scheduled a hearing for Monday. If we don't hear back from her people, we invited them last night. Haven't heard back. It's now after 12 p.m. on the East Coast in D.C. If we haven't heard back, I'm going to cancel that hearing on Monday. Maybe they'll reschedule that vote for Thursday. Maybe this lady's totally full of it. Who the hell knows? That's incredible. Second thing I think you need to know, the Trumpster has declassified some of the FISA documents showing how the FBI was given permission in the DOJ to spy on the Trump campaign. He's also declassified every text between Stroke and Page and McCabe and Orr and the rest of those those losers up at the FBI, the top of the FBI and the DOJ that were trying to destroy Trump. No redactions as well. Hopefully those will all come out soon. Third thing I think you need to know. Listen, this is a this is a this is a pretty big thing. It's a two parter. One, the third thing I think you need to know is one or a the Emmys, which were nothing but Trump bashing, Republican bashing, we're liberal and Democrat. They actually said that in the opening song. Um, all it was was that it the Emmys, the ratings crashed to a record low, a record low. But America's sick of Trump. They love what they're saying out in Hollywood because they hate Trump so much. Hollywood hates Trump. They, they must all hate Trump. Nobody's watching. Yet the Census Bureau just told us, Hispanic household incomes are now at an all-time record high. Why would people vote for the Democrats? Are people that into them? I don't think they're that into them. Hispanics are doing well. Whites are doing well. Americans are doing well. Hollywood is not. Hmm. A new all-time low record, 7.4. Anyway... Uh, if if people hated Trump so much, wouldn't they get excited to watch these idiots bash Trump and Republicans and everybody else? 
Maybe they're just crappy actors. I don't know. Three things I think you need to know. So there's that. Um, so apparently some lady named Joy called in, Ryan, yep. said, can, I, can you do more local news and give us more local dirt? Uh, didn't I do that? Like all last week? When, when it's there, it's there. I'm not going to do a freaking story about a house fire. I have things in the hopper. Don't you worry about it. But until they're 100% ready to go, yeah, I mean, it is it is what it is. Uh, oh, did they ever find the uh, the Ed, carjacker of the mayor yet? Oh, no. It's been like three years now. They still haven't found the carjacker of the mayor. They don't know what happened to that guy. Hmm. Weird story. Very shady. Very shady. So, Joy, trust me. When there's local stuff, I'm on it. Um, I'm going to give you the best of the best. Trust me on that. I don't want you to change the channel. If there was big local stuff, I'd be talking about it, Joy. When there's not, there's not. I mean, it's... How much do you want from me? I'm one person. You know what? Hey, Ryan, did you get did you get Joy's address so we could send her, her money back? <laughs> uh, yes. I'm just kidding. I know you love me, Joy. I love you, too. Actually, you can just cut me a check and I'll give it to oh, Joy. Oh, yeah, I don't trust you at all. It's okay. No, it's not. I don't trust you. I don't trust you at all. So that's cool. Uh, so, you know, that. Let, let's... Before we get to the Kavanaugh stuff, and we'll get to you on this in just a second, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna need some sound to be played. I we have to we have to go back in the wayback machine to last week, to last week. Um, Jim Carrey. Do you remember Jim Carrey, the actor Jim Carrey? Do you remember what that guy said? Oh boy, Jim Carrey is being owned right now. I'll tell you by by who he's being owned in just a second. Jim Carrey the who lost his his talent to being funny? It's just it's gone. It's he's he's not funny. He's a bitter bitter dude, and, he, and I don't want to say he's Canadian to make fun of him, but he's he's Canadian guy, and they have some more socialism up there. But he was on Bill Bill Maher's show about nine nine or ten days ago, a week ago Friday, uh, and and I put this in the control screen. You see it up there, Alexis? You see it? Yeah, it's, it's right at the, the control screen, the main one. So Jim Carrey, it's the top thing right there. See it? Jim Carrey was on Bill Maher's show, and he they were bringing about talking about socialism. And I want you to hear first what happened. Here we go. Listen to this. Go ahead. So, you know, the, the, the Republicans are running with the word socialism. They're trying to say. They're trying to scare people. They're scare to people. Say, it's communism. It's Venezuela, Trump says. You're, we're going to be living in Venezuela. Mm. I grew up in Canada. Okay? We have right. socialized medicine. Sorry. And I am, I'm here to tell you that this bull line Whoa. that you get on all of the political shows from people is that it's a failure. The system is a failure in Canada. It is not a failure in Canada. I never waited for anything in my life. I chose my own doctors. My mother never paid for a prescription. It was hmm. fantastic. Who paid? And I just got back from Vancouver, and I keep hearing this, like, Canadians are so nice. Canadians are so nice. They can be nice because they have health care. Mm, that's why, huh? I'm going to put one more in there, Alexis. Because then they followed up with this. Listen, listen to Jim Carrey. Here we go. The Democrats need to get a plan to fight this, sla- this slander of socialism. You're going to be living in Venezuela. Well, I don't see be, it I'm yet. We have to say yes to socialism, to the word and everything. I, we have to stop apologizing. I, I am. Say yes. We have to do it. Stop apologizing. You jerks. Blah, blah, blah. Well, Jim Carrey is actually being corrected by a journalist from Venezuela. Oh, boy. Do you know it just came out 30% of Venezuelans eat only once a day because they have no food there? Once a day. Once. So, in an article published in the Venezuelan outlet 
Run Runes, if I'm pronouncing that correctly, I don't know. Columnist Loreno Marquez argued socialism is the root cause of the country's current state of crisis. Yet you have this schmuck, Jim Carrey, up there. Say yes to it. I mean, can you imagine how mad the starving people of Venezuela must be? Well, now we're finding out. This columnist writes, Dear Jim, I admire you a lot, but sometimes it seems that the inability of Hollywood stars to understand politics is directly proportional to their talent. Oh, boy. Meaning you're dumb and you suck at the same time. I read that you said we have to say yes to socialism, to the word socialism and to everything. Perhaps for you, as for all humanity, the word socialism sounds beautiful. The journalist then went to explain why, the de- why many define socialism as, socialism as the antithesis of selfishness, synonym of concern for others, support for the weakest and their needs, of seeking health and education for all. In reality, this columnist believes socialism today has deep threats. He writes, in Venezuela, we, what we find is just that our regime is not, for God's sake, the antithesis of selfishness. In Venezuela, dear Jim, from what I have just told you, there is no equitable distribution of wealth. Wealth is concentrated, as rarely before in our history, in very few hands. So, you know, Bernie, right? Before I get back to this, Bernie, Bernie Sanders, wants to, oh, we redistribute the wealth, blah, 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 blah. In Venezuela, which is a socialist country, the wealth is held by just a few. Yet idiots think it's wealth redistribution. Marquez explained the people in Venezuela are at God's mercy and are fleeing the country however they can, as they do not have access to medication, food, or other basic needs. He writes, this is a tragedy that is compounded by the denial of a regime that claims that the population has never been better. Jim Carrey's rep never returned a request for comment. So Jim Carrey's out there say yes to socialism, blah, blah, blah. A guy living in it's like you're a moron. It's terrible. We're starving to death. We have no medicine. They are literally seeing dogs that are starving in the street, bashing them in the head with a baseball bat, and eating them for food in Venezuela. They're so desperate. And moron Jim Carrey and moron Bill Maher, that dude's brain, if you ever, like, weed, weed is not a serious thing. It's not a problem, blah, blah. It's just, it's really, if you want to see someone get dumber because how much weed they smoke, it's Bill Maher. Isn't Jim Carrey Canadian? Yes. Go home. Well, there's that. Or, you know, go live in Venezuela to prove how great socialism is, Jim. Well, you remember who, who socialism benefits? The guys on top. Big, that's what The wealth is concentrated amongst the very few. The very few. He'd probably be one yeah. of those guys. By the way, is that going to get a lot of play in the media? Probably not. Probably not. Um, people want to talk about Kavanaugh and everything. Dan, welcome to KNST. Hi, Dan. Hello. How are you doing this morning? All right. What's up, Dan? Uh, you were wondering why or whether or not she shows up, and if she doesn't show up, what happens? Yes, yes. The, the Democrats have already told you that this needs to be investigated. If she doesn't show up, then if she shows up, they can take her apart in the story. But if she doesn't show up, then they can say, wow, we need to investigate this further. Ah, interesting. So you think it's okay. a whole setup like that? It could be a setup. And hmm. what are the consequences of them delaying this? Because if if he's not seated when the court goes in session uh, a week from Monday, then uh, we will have an eight uh, judicial panel for the Supreme Court again. Yeah, yep. it'll at least be five three 
in favor of us. But I know I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. Let me ask you. I asked the guy a couple hours ago this. Now, if for some reason they stop Kavanaugh, don't you think the Democrats have thought this uh, thought this out very very wrong in the fact that we're incorrectly in the fact that if Kavanaugh is stopped, this will actually motivate Republicans to say, "Oh, this is it." I think it'll motivate Republicans even more to go to the polls. It, it could, but uh, but I think they're looking long game, and if they can get another uh, session where it's, I, I think you're wrong. I think it's four four, uh, liberal conservative. In what way, Kennedy? Pardon? Well, well, Kennedy's done. Ken- Kennedy's done. He was he was the swing vote. No, no, this will be six three. Okay, maybe I'm wrong. But, uh, well, it's five. It's five. Oh, it's five. Oh, no, no, you're right. No, it's five four right now. Kennedy's a swing vote. Four four. Yeah, maybe you're right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's early still. <laughs> it's uh, it's but, early still. But if they do but, that, yeah, but, it'll, you know, because it, it'll be because uh, they'll replace Kennedy with a hard with a, an actual conservative, unlike Kennedy, which will make right. it a definitive five four. And then if somebody right. else for whatever reason happens to leave, then we can get a six three situation. So that's that's correct. There you so go. So what if you have a tie in the Supreme Court? It goes down. It goes back the, down the, to the previous ruling. The ruling goes back yeah. down to the previous court's ruling. Yeah. Yep, you're right. So the appeals courts, which tend to be liberal, yep. so this buys them another year of, of liberal uh, adjudication. I don't think it buys a year. It's the Senate. There's no way the Democrats are, t- are taking the Senate. It's just not going to happen. No, so, no, but, but uh, you, you take what you can get. Small balance. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Dan, I appreciate it, man. Thank you for the perspective. All right. Have a good morning. You too. Take care. Um, you know what? Based on that... Here we go again. Let's do uh, let's do one thirty one if you don't mind. One thirty. Let's get out of that. Let's do let's do one thirty one. Uh, Kamala Harris was on CBS's early sh- early show, and she was asked about the Kavanaugh hearing and Christine Ford, the alleged victim that claims she now remembers this. Just listen to the wording. We'll pause it for reaction. Here we go. Hit play. Oh, you got hang it. Stop it. Go back and turn on four. Go go the back. There you go. Senator, what's, this isn't a court of law, mm-hmm. so I wonder what the standard is here for you. And also, just is it possible that while uh, everything she feels is absolutely firm in her bones, that she may just have the wrong guy? I think that we're going to all be able to judge her credibility when she testifies before the United States Senate. Ah, when she testifies. Um, but I, I believe well, she her. You know, she's pretty specific about the, the, the structure of the house where it happened. She's pretty specific about who exactly so was involved. She didn't just name one person. She's Sen- named two. Senator, you spoke no, I've with read, her? No, no, I've read the letter. Let me ask Pause Senator. Yeah, again, the guy that witnessed it? No, nah, I don't believe him. Said it didn't happen. Don't believe him. I believe her. Before she even testified, before I even talked to her, I believe her. I read the letter. I believe her. Hmm. I believe her. Now she needs to testify. What if she doesn't testify? They didn't think that she wouldn't testify. Oh, boy. But that's what you're dealing with with the Democrats. I, I believe she, she deserves to be believed. I believe her. What about the 65 women that wrote a letter saying that he's a great guy? Kavanaugh's a great guy. He's never acted this way. Um, he may not have even been at the party. We don't know, but he's a great guy. Some of them dated him. He's a great guy. I don't believe them. I believe her because I want to believe her. That's all we need for that. We'll continue. 880-KNST, 880-5678. We have much more we need to get to. Much, much, much more, including more of your reaction. 880-KNST, 
880-5678. You can hit me up on Facebook as well. And again, I, I'm putting, I'm in, I'm in the process. Did I put it up yet? I don't think I did just yet. I'll be putting up the story from Town Hall about the psych, psychotherapy she went through and how apparently there's not much to say that psychotherapy actually works. <clears throat> and um, it's not 100% accurate, not even close to 100% accurate when dredging up old stories, old memories, things like that. That's all coming up. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. <laughs> like, no, I call my maybe. Maybe it depends if she's listening right now, um, which she probably is. For you, she's she's not. She's not. Sure, she gets enough of me. Twenty hours of the day. Um, yeah, no. Alexa, rub my feet. Don't call her. Why not? Don't call her. She did no. If I'm not going to get a text randomly in the next 12 seconds, she's not listening. So I don't think she's listening. You done? Thank you. Thank you very much. You're done. I am yeah, pretty much as long as somebody's going to sell me out. That's the problem is that there are people that actually sell me out that listen to this show. It's a, it's a huge problem. I don't like when they do that, by the way. It's it's not fun. It's not. It's really it's kind of stupid. Um, I've wanted to talk. There's so many other stories I want to talk about, too. I have, I have wasteful studies that I need to do. I, did you hear about this guy really quick? Oh, man, we have Kavanaugh stuff. We have all these things going on. Uh, did you hear about this? There was a story at KNST.com right on our website. The headline is what caught my attention. Arizona man fakes Down syndrome, hires caregivers to bathe and change him. Did you see this? Guy lives in Gilbert. Did you see this story on our website? It's on the prep. Arizona man fakes Down syndrome, hires caregivers to bathe and change him. Uh, he does not look like he has Down syndrome. I think he's kind of trying in the mugshot a little bit, but it's not really working. Paul Anthony Menchaca, 31, arrested last week at his home in Gilbert after several of his female caregivers discovered he didn't have special needs. Oh, duh. Now, you look at this guy. You can tell he's okay. Like these people that are caregivers, what is wrong with them? How could you fall for this? Police say he posted on job sites as Amy, a mother looking for a caregiver who would bathe and change the diapers of her adult son with Down syndrome. Amy asked all three victims to, quote, punish him when he soiled his diaper by putting him in timeout and taking away his privileges. Investigators say Menchaca's three victims responded to an ad on carelinks.com they were hired over the summer at different points. The first caregiver said she bathed and assisted Menchaca at least 30 times. These people are suckers. All three caregivers said Menchaca became aroused during his baths. You think? Maybe that should have been your first hint, huh? Court documents reveal that one caregiver recalled at least five separate incidents when Menchaca aggressively said his genitals were not cleaned enough. Maybe that should be the second hint. I don't, I'm just throwing, maybe the first hint is you look at him and he doesn't look like he's got Down syndrome. The second that he was getting aroused. The third that he's like, yeah, my genitals aren't clean enough. I need to get back to. All I'm thinking about is coming to America with Eddie Murphy. <laughs> yes, yes, I, I was thinking that as well. <laughs> so he was arrested yeah. on fraud and sexual abuse charges. Yeah. On Thursday, the Chandler School District revealed that Menchaca had worked there for at least two years in support staff positions. He resigned August 31st. 
He didn't work with students directly without supervision by certified staff, but still. Well, I mean, punish can, him. Can he just identify as a person who has? That's a good point. Nowadays, you probably you probably can identify as someone with Down syndrome, or just identify as a freaking perv and call it a day and move on. Right? Well, nobody answers those uh, <laughs> those ads. Hey, I'm just I'm actually just a perv dude looking for chicks just to you know change my diapers, give me a bath. Oh, you know, if you put it in certain local free papers, you might get a response. That's true. And then or Kirsten Cinema can defend you as to oh, why you acted that way. Yes, well, uh, you know, <clears throat> we done yet? We good? A nine thirty three. We got to get to. They got Menchaka'd. Yes, they did. Good call. We have to get to maybe the craziest soundbite. The maybe the craziest thing ever said on MSNBC, and that's saying a lot. I mean, if they lost a lot of credibility, they have no credibility. But to even make this claim is insane. You'll hear it coming up first. At 9.33, five-star termite and pest control. Actually, they're going to be at my house today. Today. Uh, because I want to make sure that I don't get any nasty things around my home. We found a dead scorpion again uh, a couple weeks ago or a week and a half ago, right by our bedroom. It's like, I think, the sixth one in almost six years that we found, uh, or five and a half years that we found dead, thanks to Five Star. They use purified water in their killing juice that they make fresh every single day. It lasts the longest. It's the most effective. Other exterminators in town use regular city water that has chlorine, and it basically weakens the killing juice that they have. So five-star termite pest control, they'll show up every single month. They don't require contracts, by the way. So if you want them every month, every other month, three times a year, fine. But the more you use them, the less problems you're going to have. There were people with major ant problems, flying ant problems. There are people that have earwig problems, cricket problems. I never have issues because I have five-star coming to my house every single month. They spray inside. They spray outside. Uh, they're they're just fantastic. And nobody does better protection for your home when it comes to termites than Five Star. I have a 10-year guarantee because they foamed my home. They inject foam into your home, into the walls. They're absorbed. It it lasts 10 years. Termites will get into your home, but they die with Five Star versus other people that drill down into a slab and inject stuff to treat the earth. Makes no sense. Five Star. There's a reason I've used them for eight and a half years. 886-0045, 5star-termite.com. I don't get a response from her if she's going to be here to testify and answer questions. Throwing out wild accusations? Back it up! Second thing, I think you need to know the Trumpster declassified. All of the texts, no redactions, by the way, between all the, the nitwits of the DOJ and the FBI trying to take Trump down, all the texts will be able to read all of them soon. He also declassified some of the FISA, uh, FISA information, FISA warrants, so people can see exactly what was used to get uh, a warrant to legally spy on the Trump campaign. Third thing I think you need to know is, and this is another one, right? This is another one, uh, two-parter. Emmys are at a new low after last night's horrible show that you probably didn't even realize was on. They just bashed Republicans, bashed Trump, bashed Christians, bashed well, all this stuff. Record low numbers at the same time. Shouldn't they be high because people hate Trump now? Shouldn't they want to watch that stuff, make them feel better? At the same time, the Census Bureau says Hispanic household income is now at a record high. Again, why would there be a blue wave? I'm just wondering, where's the evidence besides the media trying to tell us uh, that it's going to happen to try to stop us from going out and voting? Three things I think you need to know. Okay, I'm being told. We'll get to the soundbite from MSNBC in just a second. Bear with me. Linda, welcome to KNSD. Hi, Linda. Hi, Garrett. Hi. Linda, listen. Listen, Linda. Linda, listen. Yeah, have you ever seen that YouTube video with a little kid when he was talking to his mom, hands on the hip? Yes. Linda, yes. Linda. Sorry, sorry to put you through that psychological trauma. Go ahead, Linda. What's on your mind? 
You know, something that I've, I haven't heard anybody say on any of the TV shows that I've seen or the radio programs mm. is that if the person that was making this accusation against Judge Kavanaugh, if, if this was just you or me or your wife or an average everyday person, is there any attorney that would take this on? Is there any DA that would actually file charges? This woman has, she's taken a lie detector test, even after she said she didn't want to come forward and pursue all of this. She hired an attorney also when she said she didn't want to come forward. But other than that, she doesn't remember exactly what day this happened. Nope. She's not sure. Really, the year she thinks it was this particular year, but, you know, the Judge Kavanaugh can't possibly defend himself if he doesn't know when it happened. I mean, if he says that, you know, he didn't do it, you know, he can't come up with an alibi for a date or a time or a place. And is there really any attorney or any DA, honestly and truly, if this were just an average, everyday you or me, that would take this on? I'd like to hear from the district attorneys here in Arizona. Well, there, have been, there have been files char- uh, charges filed yet, but uh, you know what? You know, maybe the only one would be Gloria Allred? Maybe? Yeah, maybe. Maybe? Yeah, Gloria, Gloria Hogg, Gloria Allred. Oh, well, there's that. And remember, I don't know if you know about this attorney that she hired. This is the same attorney that bashed Paula Jones back in the late 90s when she right. said Bill Clinton raped me. She, This woman also, and I talked about it yesterday, she talked to the University of Wisconsin Alumni Magazine, said that she is a, uh, she's part of the resistance, wants to take down Trump. Now, right. I'm sitting back wondering, just like you, who's paying for this? Who's paying for her attorney? Who's, is this lady? I mean, she's a Washington, D.C. attorney. This lady's out in California, in Palo Alto. Who's right. paying for her attorney? Follow How, the money. I'm with you on that. And I don't know if you, if you heard me or not talk about the psychotherapy that was done here. Did, did you hear when I said that or no? I don't repeat right. myself. Listen. Yes. Okay. And I, you know, I have a friend who did that back in, in the 90s. She was having some real problems, and she did that. And the, the psychotherapist that she went to was just a nutcase. And when she got all done, you know, they were going to file charges against her brother and all kinds of stuff, and they found out that none of it was true. It was just power of suggestion, wow. made her feel better, all of this stuff, you wow. know. Wow. Wow, that is, you know what, I've been, I got to do even more research. I did some. I want to do even more about that because yeah. this is a big deal. Again, remember all these stinking people on TV saying Trump's deranged, he's not mentally fit. They ran with that so irresponsibly, the networks, mm-hmm. the cable news shows, right. and the doctors, and nobody is talking about what actually happens at these psychotherapy sessions. Right. This is a big and, deal. And that, one more thing, too, Garrett, is if this is such a big deal... Where are all the people that were at that party? These people were friends of the judge. And I know all the women have come forward, and there were several on Fox. There were some on Martha McCallum, and then Laura Ingram had some on. And, you know, I wish that some of the men, some of the guys were at this party. You know, it's been a long time. Come forward, guys. Step forward. Apparently, again, the one guy that this woman claims was in the room and, and helped her, Right. Is this guy Mark Judge who actually came out and said this never happened, and it's as if he doesn't even exist in the media's eyes? Well, part of it is because of a book that he wrote that about his own alcoholism. Yeah, he, he had an alcohol you know, they, problem. They picked the right, you know, they picked the right people. It's almost like the left 
said, okay, let's see what kind of a net case we can find, what kind of a case can we build, yeah. and who can, who can we associate with him. You know, they found people that he went to school with. They researched and found, you know, the dregs, and um, it, it just blows my mind. It, it, this is beyond ludicrous. And I love, by the way, all the media, they say the Republicans are going to lose no matter what here because they're going to they're grill this poor lady, and may, she may not even show up. And they're going to say that's going to make women like you not want to vote for Republicans in a couple in a few weeks. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, I hear you on that one, Linda. Great call. Thank you for sharing that. I really do appreciate it. Okay, thank you, Garrett. Take care. Bye bye. By the way, someone that has, we'll get to the uh, the MSNBC sound by just a second. Do you remember what happened to Keith Ellison or Keith Ellison's former girlfriend? You know, who Keith Ellison is former congressman. He was Raúl Grajalva's right hand guy. He is a hardcore socialist. He and Grahalva would always do the people's budget, right? So he was a congressman out of Minnesota. He decided to give up his congressional seat and run for attorney general there in Minnesota because eventually he wants to become governor, and that's where you have bigger, bigger things, right? So he won the Democratic nomination for attorney general in Minnesota. This happened just a few weeks ago, and it got almost no media coverage. His former girlfriend, Karen Monahan. And this guy was a big-time Democrat, by the way. He's a big-time Democrat. Karen Monahan, his former girlfriend, came forward last month saying that Ellison sent her threatening text messages. One screamed obscenities at her as he dragged her off a bed by her feet. He has denied this. Her son came forward and said, no, this did happen. And he wrote about it. She wrote about it. Nobody wanted to believe her. The media, nothing. But they believed this other lady. Monaghan slammed the Democratic Party for its response, she was dating this guy, to her allegations when compared to its treatment of Christine Blasey Ford. She tweeted, no, they don't, in response to a question whether the party believes women's stories. I've been smeared, threatened, isolated from my own party. She is a Democrat. I provided medical records from 2017 stating on two different doctor visits. I told them about the abuse and who did it. My therapist released records stating I've been dealing and healing from the abuse. She added four people, including my supervisor at the time, stated that I came to them after and shared the exact story I shared publicly. I shared multiple texts between me and Keith where I discussed the abuse with him and much more. As I said before, I knew I wouldn't be believed. So the Democrats ignoring this actual victim because they want this other one that may not be a victim to be true. And this real victim, well, that would take down one of their own and Keith Ellison. So you're nothing. Just like Bill Clinton's victims were demonized. We'll get to the soundbite. It's crazy, isn't it? 952, it's KNST.